Okay, so today's show, we learned Daf Yud Bet. And in the mission that we started yesterday's year, towards the end of it, we talked about Mekifim Bekanim. Okay, we're talking about using upright sticks, less than three Tfachim in between them. And can you use them as a good Mechitza so, so you can carry within it on Shabbos? So we talked about a Shayara. And according to Rebbe Huda, this only works for Shayara. I explained it as a, you know, traveling people, a caravan, things like that. But we're going to explain exactly what that means in terms of what the difference is Shayara and not a Shayara is in, a, in the moment, more accurately than we did yesterday. Um, and Chachamim say, no, it works for both. And Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda says, you can see in this, in this chart that I've shared with you today, just a summary, it's not a Bichlala Mechitza. Well, not it's not Bichlala Mechitza, but really it's called the Mechitza Grua, and even for Yachid Shara, it doesn't make a difference, it doesn't work for Shabbos. Okay, those are the three opinions. So let's look at the Gemara now. Mekifim Bekanim Bevad. Now, Mekifim Bekanim Bishayara Div Rabbi Huda. So when Rabbi Huda says, I allow it in a Shayara situation, Hayachid, if it's a, in a Yachid situation, the meaning an individual, Tzarich Shtiba Arev. So now the distinction is not necessarily the situation that they're you know, you know, moving about like a caravan, but rather the amount of people that we're talking about as well, or the amount of people, let's put it that way. So in other words, if it's an individual, then according to Rabbi Yehuda, then you need a problem mechitza. So it's a special cooler that Rabbi Yehuda says you can use this mechitza gruya, according to Rabbi Yehuda, only in the situation of this shayarah, this moving people. Now, it says, Baha Rabbi Yehuda, now you've got Mishnah, but it's Mishnaya ben Yachid le Shayara, Rabbanan Lom, Mahashnaya, or ben Yachid le Shayara. So, in other words, you think it's only Rabbi Yehuda, as we saw in the chart, that has a chiluk between a Yachid and a Shayara, and not the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan do also have a chiluk. Now, what's a chiluk of the Rabbanan? And that's the case of a Karpath. I'll explain as follows. The Gemara says, Nishimia Minhada, Shayara Shachana Betel. So here, it's um, geographically, it's got effectively a mechitza around it. They didn't construct a wall around where they are. They're either on top of like a, a tabletop type of a mountain of some sort, such that around it, you've got a mechitza as a result, or they're in some sort of, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, ditch, not ditch, more like a crater, let's call it that. That also, as a result of it, has a wall around it. Okay, so therefore, can they carry in that space? And that's what's called a karpa because it's not it's not hukaf ledira. Or similarly, limba, they could carry within this. This is talking about shayara. Afilukur, afilukurayim, you could carry almost like huge amounts of area. However, um, ad so panoi. Provided that the using all that region that they need, and there's not a Beit Satayim left that they're not using. Okay, we'll have to explain what that means soon. Um, so, but in other words, it sounds like there's some sort of Kula Bashayara, but normally we say back, Karapath, or we'll in a minute, that, um, that if not Hukaf Lidira, if not surrounded for the purpose of dwelling in, you're limited to, to be at the size of Beit Satayim. However, we find by this Shayara, you've got, say, again, three people or more, in a space that they can carry within even a greater region in this Karpath, that again, this region, again, on top of this tabletop mountain or the like, provided that, that there, there's not a space that's not being utilized at the Beit Satay. Okay. Now, here we have two different opinions in terms of what does it mean, Kul Tzorcham. So, Rabbi Acha B'Shem Rabbi says, Afilu Uchvot, Afilu Abitim. In other words, 
even if it's even if the space is being occupied by saddles and pillows and things that not for their own shimush, their own personal tzorach, but other areas, then that's also considered uh, area that's used up. However, Milter of Huna, we find for Shidra of Huna, he says, Amra Bilvad the Adam, meaning has to be Latzorach Adam. What does it mean, Latzorach Adam? We'll see in a moment that what's a region that's considered Latzorach Adam, that's considered Beit Satayim, as you see in a moment. Milter Rav Huna, Amra Bilvad the Adam, sorry, Da Amar Rabba Beshem Rav Huna, Achar Ushnai Nodim Beit Satayim, if it's a Yachid individual, or even two people, because two people also can, has the same din as a yachid in this situation. Then they're limited to the normal laws of a karpaf that is, or karpaf that is limited to a beitzah time. That's a region you can carry in. However, if it's shlosha, not name them beit shisha sa'in. Then what, if you're three people, now you've got a shayara, the region we allocate to them is three times a beitzah time, because that's considered sorach adam. So that's a difference here between Rav Huna and Rav Acha B'Shem Rav Chinana. According to Rav Huna, it says literally it's going to be however many times occupants, however many people are there in the Sherai, you times it by Beitzah time, and that's the maximum region you can have. However, Rav Acha B'Shem Rav Chinana says no. It's actually, even if it's three people, you can have a huge amount. You can have Kurayim provided, and provided that there's not empty space left by Beitzah time, not ex- excluding the areas you're talking about that you're using to put your saddles, your pillows, and all these other things, like the traveling tools and the like that you're putting, putting aside for Shabbos, that would also fill up the space. Okay? But what you find from here, and this is important, that even Kon Chachamim, there's a difference between a Shayara and a Yachid, in the case, at least in the case of a Kabbalah. In other words, whichever way you understand, Rav Acha, Rav Chin, and Rav Huna, for a Yachid, you're limited to time. But as soon as there's a there is a difference that we allow more than that, that amount of Beitzah time, either Beitzah time times the amount of occupants like Rav Huna, or like a Ravacha says, it could even be a Kul Koraim B'Vad Shalom Yishayera, provided you Yishayera Beitzah time Okay? So that's what the Gemara is saying. Now, how do we fold this back into our Sugya? There are two ways to understand it, because we've been talking about this Mekifim Bekanim. That's a dinner by a Karpath. So there's kind of two ways to look at it. Which means now, Reb Chaim brings this as parish number one and then parish number two. I'm gonna I'm calling it Yerushalmi in my chart and Bavli because he continues with the first parish that seems to be clear from the rest of the Gemara. That's Yerushalmi, and the other parish he says that's what you find in the Bavli. Okay, but I think he says I think Reb Chaim says both can be read as Yerushalmi. So let's have a look. If we say that. Uh, so, so in other words, when the Gemara says, "Oh, there's no chiluk in Chachamim between Yachid, Sheira, and Yachid," what does that mean? Does that mean it impacts our Mishnah as well? Or it's just in the case of a Karpov? Those are two ways of looking at it. So let me just spell it out for you. So if you have a look here, in our case, we said, in, in our Mishnah, the Mekifim Bekanim Chachamim says, it makes no difference between a Shayara and a Yachid, you can metal within this region. Okay? With this Mekifim Bekanim, this is the upright sticks. However, the first way of explaining it is, since it's a Mechitza Gruya, it's no better than a Karpov, so even the Chachamim would be mechalic in the case of Mekivim Bekanim, in terms of the maximum amount of space you can cordon off, or put around it. If it's a Shayara, that's when you've got the Hula, that's called Tzorcho, whichever way you want to explain it. But if it's a Yachid, then you're limited, or one or two, you're limited to this Beit Satayim. Okay? 
So in other words, even within our Mishnah Chachamim Machayik, that's what the Gemara is saying is, oh, Rabbanan lo mashnaya ben yachid which would mean then, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, in the case of a yachid, the upright sticks in order to be a machloket between Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda, uh, Chachamim Rabbi Yehuda, means, as I put in ready, it's not a mechitzerot. Meaning, the upright sticks according to Rabbi Yehuda, only is a kulo for it to be defined as a mechitz is only a kulo for shayara. Okay, that's the first way of looking at it on the right side of the chart. On the left side of the chart, Rachachamim says, actually, no, it might be that mekifim bekanim korachachamim is like we've kind of explained it simply in the beginning. That it makes no difference korachachamim between shayara and yachid. Ah, when the chachamim say, when the Gemara says, oh, don't they mechalik between shayara and yachid, that's talking in the case of a karpov. That's not hukaf lidira. Our case, however, when you make the Kani was was Dira, so there really isn't a difference in our Mishnah. That's the two ways to look at it. Which would mean, by the way, that you that according to Rabbi Yehuda, for the Debi Machloket, he says it's possible Rabbi Yehuda, when Rabbi Yehuda says um the Kani is only effective for Bilvad Bishayara, means that if it's Beyachid, it's not that it's Enomachitza Klal, but it's limited like a Karpaf to Beitzatai. As you can see in the chart. So that's what I tried to show in the chart, the two ways of, understand, of understanding this, uh, what's happening, the, the dynamic in the sugi when you start folding in or trying to compare the case of Karapev to our situation. Do they, do you map one on top of the other or they're, you know, left separately? Um, which is what I've tried to show in the chart. Okay. We'll come back to this. I'm going to leave it, leave the, the screen on for the, for the moment, but, uh, you'll see why. Okay. Let's continue. Um, Ein Mishlosha. When it comes to Shaira, there's no less than three. In other words, that's the din of a Shaira, three people. And however, ain't goy mashlim b'shayara. And a goy, it does not count in terms of to give us a din of a Shaira. Okay, it's really a kula for three Israel and they're limited by laws of uh, carrying, etc. that we get this uh, kula of Shaira. Um, fine. Um, uh, let's continue. Katan, when it comes to a katan, maula sip how is it possible, it can, when it comes to a katan, can a katan be counted as three to give you the lineage of a shayarat? It's left as a question. Now the Gemara asks, heichi avida. Now when it says heichi avida, real b'chaim, importantly here, it says, lo kai adela el. It's not talking about el, milt about ape nafshei, talking about something completely different now. The kama di'i hava uvda b'shtayim, which means as follows. Let's have a look. Hayushnayim v'irvu. Let's have a look at a case where there are two people that were um, irvu, um, here we, we're gonna to have to change the gears as we go along. The eru vechadu baos ba hagoi bosif bosif. Far nechutzul shabbos piso. Ari Reb Chaim. What it means is shnei be eru ve eru vechad. Meaning klom are kifu lahem beitzat time echad kidin yachid. So the two of them were in a beitzat time, and ba akum vosif and the akum came along and brought with him ve'aviu ma'odi israel biyom shabbat vosif lem echad. The question is, ain't not, the Gemara says, ain't not ni lahem beit shisha sa'in, about ela kfar nichlur shabbos b'isur, the shabbos, the shabbat hu'il benesra ne'esra. Which means as follows. What happened is, is the two people came together in one, in other words, one big, uh, let's say, uh, area. Okay? And unfortunately, and they're irvu together, and unfortunately, it was too big. It was six, six there. Okay? And what happened is, on, sh- and if, and so, we're, again, we're limited by Beitzah time. However, it's almost like in the course of Shabbos, the status was there was a chidush to turn them into a she'ara because a goy brought with him and, you know, plumped them and brought a, a yid to join them. 
Now we say that doesn't suddenly magically on Shabbos itself give them a din shayra. Now they can carry the full, you know, shisa six six uh, sour. Rather, it can, because of a nichnas Shabbos beisur, that status continues. However, what happens is as follows: Hayu shlosha. There were three. The irvush shlosha. Shalosh, Reb Chaim says. Okay, Uba Goyo Pachet, and a Goy comes and took one away. We say, Karnichnas Ubeheter. So I explain Reb Chaim again. Gimel Shekifu Kedin, Gimel Bata, Gimel Beitza, so Kedin Gimel, and Beit Shisha Sayim. So again, there were three people in an air agent of, of six hour, and they were allowed to do so, even according to the Momachmer opinion before, because again, you give six uh, Beitza to each of them, and that's okay, they're in a Shaira. Uba Akum, and Akum comes along and chaps away one of the individuals. And now you don't, you might think, oh, I don't have a din shayara anymore. The camera says, I feel hachi hutru, since hutru bashisha signed the Shabbos, who ilva hutra hutru. Since when Shabbos came in, that reshut was considered the right dimensions for them. There were shayara and it was, it was, there were mutar to carry within that space. Okay. Despite the fact it's one person left, it was taken away. We say, kibanja hutra hutra, it maintains the status. They can continue carrying that. Okay, let's continue. Rab Radifa Amar Rabnisa. Sorry, Rab Radifa Amar Rabnisa Sha'al. Mauli ten shlosha roshay torem shu zematal to batok satayim zeh, the zematal to batok satayim shel zeh. Now, this is a kind of an interesting one. So I'm not really sure how to cut this. I'll explain what I mean why. If you have a look at Corbin Ada, he says, I mean, you can see the picture probably on the side of the Gemara, Corbin Ada Pene Moshe. Corbin Ada says it's almost like Rosh Tor, if you remember, like pointed that are Nichnas one to the other. Whereas the Pnei, but the Pnei Moshe says it's actually, you know, they're almost like lined up with one another. You can see like one diamond that's cut up into three, sorry, one triangle cut up in three triangles. And that's kind of like Reb Chaim explains it. I said, Shinira Kazer, he's almost like, like a rectangle that's sliced into diamonds. Meaning, Kolacha Metatel Beshelchabeiro. Um, or Dilma ain't not In other words, do we, when we sort of portion out these spaces, what this is what it sounds like. This beats the time to work out the area in terms of now, do we have a beats the time? So the six hour where that can all carry in. Is it that I give them each squares and the squares, assuming now have to fill in the space, or can I slice them into different type of shapes to fill in the slate in, in the space accordingly? Okay. And that would therefore effectively give you six squares time, no matter what configuration it kind of is to carry in. I think that's what the sugi is saying here. Again, how you do it, correct it, but I think that's what's happening. Okay, let's continue. Rav Acha B'Shem Rav Chastai says, So in our Mishnah, we have Rav Yossi, Rav Yehuda, and Rav Yehuda. So Rabbi Yossi Yehuda says, with the three vertical posts and you're relying on Levud to make it a wall, that's a Mechitza Gruya, says it doesn't work. Shaira, Yachid doesn't make a difference. So we say, so he holds like his father, Rabbi Yehuda, that's Mechalik between a Shaira and Yachid. So Beshitata, Vivi holds like his father. Let me just explain this now. I've got to switch the words between the two lines. Pechot mi time. You know, he holds like his father, that pachot mi beitzatayim, meaning of Rebbe Rav Chaim here, mean mishum to Rebbe Yehuda, afilu pachot mi beitzatayim, for a yachid it's nothing. Pachot mi beitzatayim, as you can see here, that he holds like his father, that if you go to yachid, that it's actually considered nothing, meaning it can't help you for a yachid, pachot mi beitzatayim, which is, by the way, in the third chart, the Yerushalmi way of looking at it, as I said. That's why I said it sounds like the Yerushalmi. However, he's not like his father, v'cholek alaviv, v'shayara. 
when it comes to a Ba'ashayara, he's cholak on his father because his father says that you can even, uh, it says, yeah, you turn to Beitzah time. He will allow more than Beitzah time because it's again called Sorcho, as you could say, it's green here. Whereas Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda says, Ba'ashayara, still it's not considered a Mechitza. Okay, that's kind of like spelling out our chart above. Now, the Gemara says, that Heichan, how do we know Eshechan to Rabbi Yehuda Amar Biyachid your Termi Beitzayin Tzarich Shtibarev? How do we know that for Rabbi that for Rabbi Yehuda? Now, when it says uh, again, uh, again, because again, I don't want to confuse the two different ways of looking at it. And it says Heichan Matzino again Biyachid Apilu Pachot Mid Beitzayin. How do we know that according to Rabbi Yehuda, even less than a Beitzayin time for a Yachid doesn't work? Lo Mahani Mechitza Shti. To simply an upright, upright poles. Dilma de Ka'amar of Chaim says, She Beshair Dibru, Litenlaim Koltochan, Haleyachid, Yonig, Betzer Time. You know, what the Gemara is doing now is asking this following question. This, let's look at this again, the third chart once again. Ha, the assumption of the Yushalmi is that if it's a Yachid, it's a Machitza club. Okay? So Gemara is asking, How are you so confident that's its position? Maybe it's like the way I've shown you on chart, the bubbly way of looking at it. Maybe he just says, oh, I don't give you called Tzorachan Be'yachi, but at least I still treat like a Karpov. Maybe I treat like a Karpov, and then you've got a Be'yachi time. You hear? That's the question of the Gemara. So the Gemara says, Nishmeni Nihada, I can prove it from here. Demara Lach, it says, Tanur Abchanin, Rabbi Yosef B'Shem Rav Sheshet, Keshem Shecholkim Kan, Kach Cholkim Be'kilayim. Just as they're Cholek here by Shabbos, in terms of upright post, they're also Cholek, the Chachamim Rabbi Yehuda, by Kilayim. So the Gemara says, but one second, I'll read now, I'll read Rochaim. He says, Reshlakish, Rotolomar, sorry. Tilaim de Bayi Harachaka Basade, Beit Rova, Ahu, Ubahadakam Rabbi Yehuda, Mechitza Shtilomahani, Afilu Pachotmi Beit Satayim. That according to Rabbi Yehuda, he says, by Kilaim, normally you need a proper Harachaka of Beit Rova, as you said, between two different types, unless, of course, you've got a, uh, a wall in between. And Rabbi Yehuda says, a simple Upright posts on its own, relying on Levud, won't help you. Even though it was talking about Kilayim, what makes no difference really between Pachot, Mi Beit Rova, Beit Satayim, sorry, or more than Beit Satayim, what difference does that make? So even, even less than that, Vadumi Dahachi, the Sviralei Shabbat, so therefore you can see quite clearly that what? The Pachot Mi Beit Satayim, Lami Lohave Mechitza, the fact that he holds that these upright posts are useless for the laws of Kilayim, irrespective of the dimensions, must mean that he holds that it's no good even for a yachid, for a yachid no matter what the dimensions as well, because there's no difference if guy makes no difference. Again, it's only a leniency afforded to a shayara, again, that we can rely on this mechitza gruya. Again, love mechitza, ela kilo. Now, this is a very important rukha I want to share with you, and it says, point to this, I can prove that Nami According to this, what we've just said, because we're drawing a parallel between the case of Kilayim or trying to derive your Yehuda's position from Kilayim to Shabbos, we can learn something about Shitachachamim from Kilayim to Shabbos. Why? Just to, uh, uh, because just as there, Nami Mahani Mechitza Shti Dumi the Kilayim Devadai Mahani Afilu Yotermi Beitzatayim. Because just as it makes no difference by Kilayim, whether it's more or less than a Beitzah time, Reb Cha, uh, the, the Chachamim hold, yep, it's a good Mechitza, these upright posts, 
It must mean al kochach lo shnir lerabanan ben yachid leshayara. It makes a difference chachamim be yachid shayara. Ela be karpaf shalohu kafli dira. Only the only difference is going to be a karpaf shalohu kafli dira, which seems to be pushing us towards somewhere in between the shita that I brought in the chart of Yerushalmi and Babli. Meaning, I'll just show you that again. Let's look at this chart again, the third chart. We've just proved. From the fact that it's a machloket in kilaim regarding upright posts, that clearly Rabbi Yehuda holds it's not a mechitza klal even for yachid. Okay, it's only a leniency for shayara. But we've just we've just now, as you as you can see by this little green asterisk, we've just said well, if you're drawing a parallel between kilaim and shabbos, and if chachamim clearly there's no difference with kilaim, the upright post is good if it's a if it's a large space or a smaller space. So therefore, too, for a yachid as well, it's going to be good no matter, it should be called Sorcho. So really, the, if you're looking at our chart, whether it's this green asterisk, you should say called Sorcho according to the real, the, so kind of the conclusion of Yerushalmi, the Rebbe Chaim explains it. So it's kind of like neither the left-hand side of this chart or the right-hand side. Okay? The setter. That is um, the most complicated piece of today's document session. Okay, let's continue. Now, Kami Machane. Now, if you recall, put, a, put aside Shara, we talk about the concept of leniencies that afford to a machane. Machane, we said, is a group of soldiers. That, what, are the, what are the leniencies? If we go back to the Mishnah, first we said that they can bring eitzim mekomakom, they can take, they can source wood from wherever they like, they don't have to do rechitz, they don't have to wash their hands, they can eat demai, and they can also don't have to make an error of chatzim. Those are three leniencies. The question is, does it imply, what's a machane? It's a, if you've got like a, a small, Group of a couple of soldiers or individual sniper that's on his own. Do they have these leniencies as also? Also, because it says machane, it doesn't say chayal. It says machane. So how big is a machane? So Rav Chananya Amar Meyatz. It's actually a hundred, and they tried to bring proofs from soldiers. So from Sukim, sorry. So you see a reference to Gidon coming with a hundred people to the edge of the machane. Now, what is it? How are we being Dorish this? So the Korbanet, I'll read the Korbanet, it says, either because it says, So means with the Machane. Who is that? That's with Anashim, that we're with him, that's a hundred. Okay? Or you can say, Because you've got a Hekesh between Machane and Me'aish, the two are juxtaposed to one another, that's how he learns of being a hundred people. Fine. Now, Rabbi Avuna Bai, Ilu Amar Machane Anashim, if they were closer together in the Pasuk, then you could, that would work. Uh, in other words, machanev anashim then yot, then it would work. Again, Korban explains it two different ways. Um, because again, the idea is if they were closer together, if you want to bring explain it that way, then you would have this nice juxtaposition, but they're not really much next to one another. So however, Rabbi Yochanan says, asara, even a small group of soldiers being ten is a din of a machanev. Why? Because it says, v'yavu na'arei david v'yavu el naval. That na, that, and we have to, again, always when it's the Vagomir and the Gemara, you have to read the rest of the Pasuk. So when I read David, Now the Gemara says, what's Vayanuch at the end of the Pasuk? It says, Rabbi Ustai B'Shem Rav Shunam Na'asu Machane. That they were, means they formed a camp, so you can see that refers to a group of ten. Now, Rav Yudha ben Pazi says, Asara, why? Because Adlav Echad, because it says, and the Pasuk in this in Yamim, so, what's How many people forms a machane? We have hashrat hashchina. We say dvarshu betusha. Well, that's clearly asara. So again, so we've seen a hundred. We've seen a which wasn't 
So that's actually proved. Now we're trying to prove it as, as 10. However, Tani B'Shem Yehuda says actually Shnei Mesra'ela. It's got to be 12,000. Why? That's Kamanach, Kamachana Yisrael. That was a group of soldiers that went to fight in Mechamet Midian. Okay? That's, again, trying to prove what Mitzvah Machana is. Okay. What are these leading scenes? The Gemara says, Hayotzin Lamachane Reshut, Mutar, if they're going to Machane Reshut for the expansion of the borders and things like that, then we say that that is, then Mutar Begezel Eitzim Lachim, Vasul Begezel Eitzim Yavishim. Then they're allowed to take wet pieces of wood, like just up from the ground. However, they can't take these dry pieces. Um, now I'll explain why. Um, actually, Reb Chaim says as follows. He says, Because the balebatim of those fields is not considering those dry, wet pieces, but the dry pieces he would. However, the Gamar Babli, he quotes, he says, Actually, lachim muta everybody mitnai Yoshua. There were certain that sorry, Yoshua made when they came to Israel, conditions for, uh, so, you know, people can live together, so, you know, civil, gzairot, if you like. Um, and um, this was one of them. That's quite the Babli. However, or for example, they're allowed to take both even the dry ones. However, Rabbi Daniel Breder of Katina, the Shemra of Chuna says, if they've already been bundled up by the owners and stacked up nicely, well then forget it. Right? says, bundled up, ready to take it to the city to sell or things like that. Then a field of mitzvah you wouldn't be able to touch it. Now the Gemara says, ad kadun. That makes sense. That's when you're talking about a field in the middle of an empty space, not near like a forest where they'd be able to source wood anyway. The question is, what about a field of smil What if it's an area where they would be able to source wood? Are you still allowed to? Um, elect these soldiers to take it from the person's field instead. And that's left as a question in terms of do we, when it comes to these soldiers in the war, we don't, uh, we don't limit their activity whatsoever. Or no, there's another option. They can do it without taking advantage of the other people. So therefore you should, uh, you should uh, go to the Chorish instead. To get okay. So that's the show today. And uh, Mr. Shem will finish this paragraph tomorrow. Also, have a good day, everyone.